Hey, it's Delvin. You might know me as the Dark Web from the Longbox Crusade. Yeah, let me tell you a little bit about what you're going to be listening to. This has come out to play. It's a New Warriors podcast based on the 1990s series, The New Warriors. The New Warriors ran 75 issues. And Jared, you might know him as Death Probe, possibly the yard sale artist. Jared and I are covering all 75 of these issues and we're doing it on YouTube channel. Since we have an awesome DJ and Pat Sampson, AKA DJ Cristados, he's gonna take these and he's gonna strip the audio from the YouTube recordings that we do every second Tuesday of the month, by the way, if you wanna listen there. He's gonna take those recordings and he's gonna just give you the audio recording. So if you're a little bit busy, like most people are from time to time, you have an extra opportunity to be able to just listen to the audio. So a little bit of a warning. It's going to be a little bit rough as, you know, some of the things are going to be comments and stuff that happen right in that moment. But you still get to listen to some New Warriors goodness. Have fun. And remember, New Warriors come out to play. Play, a New Warriors podcast, is streamed live in front of an internet audience. You can join in on the live stream and chat every second Tuesday of the month on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Just search for and follow Longbox Crusade. scenes right jared everybody hold still and don't move <laughs> right i mean before something else messes up hey we have been fighting the internets behind the scenes the last several minutes folks but we're glad you're here what's up auburn elvis jason lady always good to see you guys oh yeah now we start out the show a certain way or something like that oh well, we, uh uh yeah woefully unprepared we're gonna go with a box of markers and an empty bottle heck yes Makes a noise. New Warriors come out to play. <laughs> oh, that that sums it up right there. This sums up us and the internet's tonight. We run a tight Mike Foxtrot ship around these parts, boy. I'm telling you. <laughs> I, I mean, you you would as soon as you watch the show, you're like, that's two former military officers right there. <laughs> we are putting it together. Oh man, folks, we're just happy to be here with you today. We are. I don't. I don't even have the script up right now, so I'm just gonna go off the top of my head until you ask me the question, and then I can bring up the script while I tap dance. Uh, yeah, welcome to come out to play, ladies and gentlemen. A new Warriors podcast. I am Delvin, aka the Dark Web. The guy to my left or right, depending on how you're looking at the screen, is Jared Albrecht. The art sale artist, the Nova to my night thrasher, and Jared, the guy mm. who's supposed to keep me in check yep. at all times, mm -hmm. is going to come at me with a hot question, a hot question, and I'm going to do my best to answer it. 
All right. This question this week is not so hot, but, you know, this issue features the Fantastic Four. So I figured I would ask you, who's your favorite member of the FF? Ooh. And feel free, people in the chat. I see Jason Lady, Linkovich, Tony, Auburn Elvis. Feel free to answer in the chat who your favorite member of the Fantastic Four is. Well, I buy Delvin a little time to think about that. <laughs> Man, that's a good question. Because... The good, the good, great part about Fantastic Four, obviously classic, been around 60 years plus, um, is there are reasons to like all four of them, right? Um, like you, man. So like what I'm trying to do is think like, who would I personally identify with the most? And even that one's tough. Probably I'm going to go with Invisible Woman because I think that she's had the greatest evolution of everyone, she went from being, you know, the ingenue, you know that word? Ingenue? Mousy. She's mousy. Well, yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, that was a term they used back in the day, and if you remember what it means, it's kind of, like, creepy, because they sort of had Mr. Fantastic as kind of, like, a little bit older, and she was a little bit younger. Yeah, that, thankfully... Colossus yeah, Kitty thank- Pride thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> thankfully, they phased that out, and instead, she and because remember, she used to be the invisible girl. And sure enough, around I think around the 80s, they evolved her into invisible woman. And she was always a person being rescued. And literally, her whole power set was to disappear until someone actually used some imagination. And it's like, do you realize that she could be literally one of the most deadliest people on planet Earth with her power set? And that's what she is now. She is a capable mother, she is a fearsome fighter. And she has even gone on, and besides the Fantastic Four, uh, I think it's Daughters of Liberty or something to that effect that was over in Captain America. She was kind of doing her own low-key, like, um, super spy thing on top of it. So she has had one heck of an interesting evolution. And I'm all about characters evolving for the positive, like she did. What about you? What, what do you think? Who, who's your favorite? Herbie the Robot, hands down. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> no, honestly, <laughs> I'm like you. Like I like all four of them for different reasons. They all have distinct personalities and voices, which is what makes the comic book so successful, clearly. Man, I, it's easy to like the thing. He's kind of everybody's favorite, but I got to be honest with you. I've always really liked Reed Richards. I like his power set. I think much like Invisible Woman, it's one of those things like, oh, he's stretchy, but because he's so smart, like he can make stretchy work more than most. And that's the mm-hmm. other thing I like about it. I like how he's super, super smart. Almost like stretchiness is his B power. Like his A power is how smart he is. Um, and then he's, he's easy to dislike because he is so smart. He can be cold and distant sometimes. Um, so, I mean, that doesn't work in his favor, but it makes him a more interesting character. You know, it's kind of like yeah. James Bond and his borderline alcoholism and woman issues, you know, like, Issues make people more interesting. So yeah. I, I like him. I He's one of those guys. He's He is one step away from being Lex Luthor. Like everything he does is for the greater good, but he doesn't. He needs Sue to balance out compassion and emotion. I think that's great. Uh, and you could almost say that Sue is the reason that he's not Dr. Doom, right? Absolutely. Or, or and- Ben or Johnny or the combination thereof is what keeps him from, from running down that, that Lex Luthor track. Absolutely. And because we got great feedback from great fans, I mean, the MVP, Kathy, 
you know, made that mention of aren't all men. And I can't, I already forgot what part of it was. And the reason why I forgot is because, you know, I don't really listen to women. So <laughs> and that's the end of the network right there. <laughs> in, end of the network and the end of my life of my wife and my sister and all the wisdom. Your mom, your mom's not in the chat. Is she? <laughs> I hope not. I, or I am. I am one. I am. I'm a dead man. Like four times over. <laughs> Uh, you got Jason Lady who says read a stretchy but not goofy or whimsical like other stretchy heroes. That is very, very true. Uh, Tony mentions I've always been drawn to younger brother characters. Says I am the youngest of six brothers. Man, he likes that's a band of brothers right there. Makes sense. Uh, let's see. Uh, but Tony, yeah, so Tony, Tony obviously is uh, Johnny. Um, let's see. Comic foil, welcome, says Ben. Isn't he everyone's favorite? Easy to uh, like. And Linkovich agrees, says the thing. The thing is thing is awesome. Like, I mean, the thing has literally carried Thor's hammer before. That shows you how pure of heart that he is. So that's an awesome thing. And let's see. I think that's it. I think we got through all the comments, but yes. <laughs> Tony. <laughs> <laughs> doing some doing some CYA saying I just want to put out there I love my wife but do not endorse <laughs> thankfully my wife and my mom and my sister in law know that I am a kidder and I was kidding really the internet's forever Del. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you know that do you know that meme of like the dude kind of looking like this like they're gonna drag you <laughs> so me and perfectly hot water come out to play as a chronicling of the 1990 series the new warriors the first volume of the new warriors ran 75 issues jared and i will cover all of this first volume as i rediscover my love for this series help jared find his and share our love and joy with the listening audience so grab your skateboards and bucket helmets it it's time to play we are covering New Warriors 17 tonight, y'all. Cover credits go to the dream team of Mark Bagley and Larry Malstead. I will slide over so people can see my smiling face, and Jared will match, and he will talk about the cover. All right. It's a pretty static but fun cover. You've got the New Warriors logo is in that baby blue with yellow highlights. The same baby blue is used in the corner box, which has the floating heads of all the members. The main action, again, it's fairly static. It's basically the thing and Nova packing a bunch of high-powered weaponry that only the 90s could offer and Reed Richards could build. And it's kind of a, a cute cover, if you will, because Nova's even blowing some bubble gum like Breaker from G.I. Joe. And uh, the thing says, here comes Terax, kid. And Nova says, piece of cake and don't call me kid, which is probably a hint to his old roots of being kid Nova. Absolutely. Very, very quickly, Jared, before you talk any more about what you think about the cover, Maggie in the Rain is here. Hello, Maggie. Oh, excuse me. Hi, Maggie. I, I, it's it's a thing. It, it has to be done. It, it just has to be. Now, Jared, mm. back to the cover, sir. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, cover good. Jared like cover. You know, it's funny. When, if I first glance at it, it's very larson-esque i've it, it really has a lar eric larson feel to it for some reason maybe i'm used to him drawing bigger weaponry or whatever the detail on the thing something makes it feel larson-esque so i actually did a double take and i was like this makes sense nope nope that's bagley and malstead so it's probably just of that era um it's a lot of fun i mean it's a fun cover it's a it's a good times cover with word balloons you don't get a lot of word balloons on the cover and it's got a neat 
uh, color split balance. Top right is black. Bottom left is green, mm-hmm. which gives it sort of a fun split. And other than that, it's just, again, it's static, but not necessarily in a bad way. It's it's a fun cover. I keep coming back to that. I'll let you talk. And I can pick that up very quick. Well, no, I'll go to comments. There are a couple of people, Jared, who are asking, are we going to read the annuals and saying that we can't leave out the annuals? We had to talk about that. I'm, I'm, when I look on Mike's Amazing World, always good to give them a shout out. Mike's Amazing World had annual one come after issue 13, I believe. So we're a little bit past it. And I kind of made the decision, like, yeah, we ain't got to read the annuals. How hard for would it be for you to get annual? I mean, I have the annuals, but I mean, is was that a hard proposition for you? Should we should we go back and read annual one and talk about it, even if we just talk about it for like five minutes? I let me check and see if it, I read all these on. Um, well, I was until I picked up the quarter bin ones. Um, was reading them on Marvel Unlimited, so let me check and see if it's there. Okay. And so, folks in the audience who are talking about that, we'll get back to you on that. So let's make it a tentative yes. I don't like to underpromise and overdeliver. So we'll see uh, how it goes from there. I like Jared's very. That made me smile when he mentioned Eric Larson. And sure enough, <clears throat> on the Amazing Spider-Man, who did Mark Bagley follow? He followed Eric Larson. Um, which is to say, like I think Mark Bagley's artwork style is normally. A little bit of a cartoon element, but realistic. And that's what I've always liked about it. And this cover, I love it. Like it is, I mean, you got the thing who, of course, is an all-time classic Marvel um, hero. And then you've got Nova holding the guns. They look cool holding these (laughs) ridiculously insane blow dryer slash Liefeld-esque guns. the, The whole cover is 90s but just like you said it's it's so fun and it's so well drawn that like you can tell as soon as Bagley's even drawn his gun those guns is like this is ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't believe I'm drawing this but like it came out so doggone awesome between just the coloring and the artwork and uh excuse me the pencils and the inks which is the artwork uh everything about it I absolutely freaking love and you know how i'm usually reserved when it comes to gushing but when i gush i gush (laughs) if anyone ever wants to go and uh look at uh license to kill that we did over on the james bond network well that's uh, that's gush worthy right there yeah mi6 rookie agents yeah i i gushed about the theme song license to kill oh jared is bringing up new warriors volume one so i Tell you what, folks, and I actually think it's a good time to do it. What I will promise you, and Jared, please, please, please hold me to this, is that we will talk for a very, at least five minutes or so about volume, or excuse me, annual one, before we cover New Warriors 18. And it's it's a really good time because New Warriors 18 is going to be the start of a very, very important New Warriors storyline. So it's, it's a good opportunity. Uh, but but back to this cover (laughs) that's it (laughs) me and my sound effects again (laughs) that's all i need to say it is it's it is a money cover but we do have to put a number as to how money it is so one to ten nightsticks jared what would you rate this cover 
I think something that may affect this cover is I want to say last episode we gave I think the cover crap because it said something about a surprise guest star and it never mm-hmm. had one. And they actually sure. addressed it on this cover. And there's a blur that says, plus, this time for sure, a special surprise guest star. It just yeah. adds to the fun of the cover. They're poking fun at themselves for screwing up last cover. It's it's a fun cover. It's well drawn. I'm I think I'm gonna put it at a nine, which is a huge compliment for a cover that doesn't have action. And I don't know if you remember last month, but I told you like when I get to this cover, I'm rating it a 10 because I just I love it that much. It's just it's so fun to me. Like if I if I saw that, I'm like, man, this even if I if I had an extra dollar to spare and I didn't collect the new warriors, I might pick it up just based off of this cover because they're wanting you to read it. They're hyping the Fantastic Four. You got Ben Grimm on the cover. And then you got like Nova looking all muscly and cool and they're holding like big honking guns. So <laughs> it's awesome. I love it. I absolutely love it. And I love that I have the enthusiasm to gush about it like I am. I want to give a quick I want to give a quick preview real quick or something. Go for it. What might have held it back from being a 10 and it sits at a nine for me is we're gonna talk about a page of art in this book that is a gosh damn 10. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's what a page inside the book is even better than what's on the cover. More to come, folks. I, already, I, I know I, I got the spoiler. I already know which one you're talking about. Can't wait till you get to it and can't wait to hear you talk about uh, how awesome it is. By the way, like I'm seeing double digit people staring at this. Like, man, first of all, thank you. That's wonderful. Second of all, please, please, please do two things. Please hit the like button and please, please, please subscribe to our YouTube channel if you have not. Like, We really want to get those numbers up and we would appreciate your help and support in doing so. And tell a friend too. Tell a friend to like it. We would greatly, greatly appreciate it. But Jared, you're on mute, my friend. Did we? Did you mean to be? <laughs> it's probably for the best. Okay. <laughs> I was like, we're trying to be YouTube stars. We're like, just like <laughs> Justin Bieber did it. <laughs> I might I might need to get a better voice. <clears throat> me, 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 me. While I'm working on that, I'll mute Jared. <laughs> Please uh read the cover credits for the issue. Oh, I forgot, totally forgot it was my job, but I'm all over it. We're talking about New Warriors number 17. It's on sale date was September 24th, 1991, although it was cover dated in November 1991. Cover price one dollar. The story is five. Try that again. The story is by Fabian Nicieza. The pencils are Mark Bagley. The inks are Larry Molstead. The colors are Andy Yankis. The letters are Joe Rosen. And the editor is Danny Fingeroff. Thank you to Mike's Amazing World of Comics for that. And Delvin, hit us up with that synopsis. And I'll change the banner. He's changing the banner. I'm reading the synopsis. The title of this book is Sore Winners. I mean, the New Warriors won. They beat Terrax. Okay, really the Fantastic Four won. They beat Terax. All right, the Silver Surfer really won. So Terax has to console himself for the next three billion years on planet nowhere. But he can console himself that he made two superhero teams make two separate phone calls. That's the main action, but the side action will definitely be paying benefits sooner rather than later. And that may be worth a phone call or two in itself. Jared has contemplated face. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about Terax getting put on that planet where it's like, you won't get life evolved for three billion years. Live here. And I'm just like, so he has this whole planet himself with no other people. <laughs> 
<laughs> Jared Terex will be all over that. It's like before <laughs> Silver Surfer leaves, like, could you bring back a Nintendo? <laughs> Just a Game Boy or something? I, anything? <laughs> Comments, Jared. We, we, we usually discuss some highs and lows, but usually in the form of pages. Oh, do I have pages? You know I do. Of course you do. We've got pages. Yes, we do. We've got pages. How about you? <laughs> All right. I skipped the first page, which was a splash page, to skip to the second, even bigger double page. It all makes sense when I put the picture up. So there you go. There's uh, This is pages two and three of the main story. Really setting the table here. This you know reminder that we left off with Terex um, threatening everybody and kind of beating the new warriors at the end of last issue. And now Nova has arrived with the Fantastic Four. Got the big splash page to do that. Got some high energy action. Uh, I mild. Uh, I have to shake my finger. No, no, no. Mild complaint at Andy Yankus for why did he color Mr. Fantastic's arm green and then not color his hand? Maybe it wasn't on him. Maybe it was on the printer, but I don't like it. Let me let me check it out. Let me check it out. I oh, oh, I see it. Oh, oh, oh. naughty, naughty, Andy. <laughs> mm. You remember that? Do you remember that old yep. school? <laughs> mm-hmm. Keep going, sir. Oh, that's really the only reason I include this page was just to a kind of recap and kick off this issue, which is a pretty much a big fight issue with a little bit of backup story. And to point out my first and only complaint, uh, oh, Andy, what are we going to do with you? But uh, if you have any thoughts on this page, go right ahead as I get ready for page. Uh, well, what I'm going to my page two, not page two from the story. Y'all figure it out. Yep, uh, we got the battle started to where oh, the bat- battle had already been going, but unfortunately things didn't go well for the New Warriors up to this point. And Nova had the good sense to say, look, I love my team, but we ain't got it. So got to go get some reinforcements in the form of the Fantastic Four. So a uh, cool little mini splash page here where you got Terax on one side and all the heroes who are still standing on the other side. So that's cool. By the way... Auburn Elvis has provided a quite uh, thorough explanation of Terax's origin in the comments. If anyone cares to read it. Nice. All right. Pulling up my third page for discussion. Uh, Again, this issue is a lot of, of battling going on and, I kind of like, it's hard for me to pick, you know, I like to bring about seven pages for every episode. So it's kind of hard to pick. So there's a lot of battle stuff going on. So I picked this one because it would have ramifications later. And it was kind of funny mm-hmm. in that uh, Marvel boy here saves the pregnant lady. Uh, she's like basically telling him in Spanish that the baby's coming and he's freaking out. And, and so then you get uh, uh, Nita there with the yeah, neighbor Rita over there with the save. She's like, I'll, I'll take care of it. <laughs> you can stop freaking out. You know, all this in the midst of chaos kind of adds a little humanity to it. It kind of lets you uh, check in with mm-hmm. the team, with the new warriors while the FF and the soon to be silver surfer do the, heavy lifting. So again, there's a lot of battle in here. So I, I kind of just grabbed this page because out of all the battle that's kind of going on, this one had a little bit of flavor to it. And that's why I selected it. has a little bit of flavor to it. And it speaks to a couple of dynamics, right? Because right there, you've got, you saw that Marvel boy saw that there was someone in trouble. So 
you could argue Marvel Boy so far in the book has been the most heroic new warrior. He's always going to try and do what's right, even if his power set is a little bit limited so far. But looks like that's been improving, especially mm-hmm. post Forever Yesterday storyline. He seems to have more of an increased ability with his power. And so sure enough, he saw that woman was about to be crushed. And instead of doing anything over the top, just delicately grabbed another human while he's flying and pulls her into safety. So just want to note that he's getting increased control of his powers. And that's kind of a cool thing. The other part of it would be you got Night Thrasher. He was kind of bummed that the team needed help. But at the same time, even though Speedball was talking about just you know doing it for the chicks, <laughs> he, it was worth mentioning that he's like, well, no, it's not the worst thing in the world that we are here still saving lives. So that element was brought into it too. So that was I like. I always like. I think Claremont is very good at it too. Where in the midst of a battle, that character can be revealed. It doesn't always just have to be. Bad guy smash, good guy smash, good guy smash, bad guy smash, and nothing is revealed. Sometimes character is revealed in the heat of battle, and that's kind of the case here to me. I concur. I will grab the next page if you have any uh, comments to toss in from the from the commentators. Man, they're going fast and furious, man. <laughs> it looks I, like it. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, I haven't seen anyone to necessarily pull out, but we have uh, Jonathan Schaefer Haynes joining us. Uh, as well as uh, his lovely wife, Maggie. So thanks for joining us, John. And mm-hmm, we probably mm-hmm. seen, uh, there was a couple others I s- may have seen pop up before. I should have tagged them. Trey Black is one. I don't know if we've had, had Trey before. No. Um, on hey, Trey. Show. So, so Trey, welcome, dude. Really appreciate you dropping by, man. Keep going, dude. All right. Let me bring up uh, the next page. Uh, I knew you were going to bring this one You up. knew it. You know, I've been on Firestar Watch for several issues now. And here she goes again. Just no, no quit in her like she had shown us in the last issue. And this actually continues on to the next page. And again, I'll, I like to bring about seven, so I don't have the next page. But what is revealed after this last panel of this page is that her uncorking there of all of her microwave powers does indeed cause Terax pain. Uh, she's able to affect him to where pretty much no other new warrior could. And once again, yep, I believe we've got ourselves a a Phoenix archetype or perhaps even an invisible girl to invisible woman archetype. As she mm-hmm. grows and matures, she is going to be dangerous. I always like when the heroes just say, screw it, I'm going super crazy bananas. And she did. And, and it was cool because it was right at a time where it was needed to where you had Reed Richards and the Fantastic Four, and they had their plan to sap his energy. It was kind of working, but like it kind of wasn't. And so they needed that little bit of respite to maybe stop things. And sure enough, Firestar was there to provide that. And she just absolutely poured it on. And they even made it a point that you've got Terax. He's kind of up in the air, elevated. So chances are there's no chance of civilian population being harmed with her turning on her microwave powers the way that she did. And you're right. It absolutely, it absolutely stopped Terax in his tracks. It was also, so out of this fight, we saw like the two warriors that had a profound effect on Terax is you had Firestar who finally let loose and Speedball who got in one heck of a punch 
mm-hmm. to Terax as well. So I don't want to forget Speedy. Speedy has at least that potential that's been shown to. So that's cool. Yeah, that did happen last issue. I'd forgotten that. All right. Going to my next pay. <laughs> I almost want to save the next one for last. <laughs> you know what it is. Go for it. Let me get this banner out of the way. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Look at this right here. Look at it. Stop what you're doing. <laughs> Look at this drawing of Silver Surfer by Bagley, Malstead. Yankis completely makes up for that arm flub back on page <laughs> two or three. All right. So this, this has got so much going for it. The drawing of Silver Surfer is just incredible. The inking on it's great. The coloring on it's great. It's got a great vanishing point. It uses a great magenta highlight color. The, the motion lines are insane. I would have never thought to include the three circular lines that are sort of preceding him. They just add even more motion. And then on top of all that, you've got Terax showing absolute fear at the arrival of this guy. And not only is he speaking his name, he's speaking his name in his own font. <laughs> it was like, this was like Bagley and Volstead were like, listen. Silver Surfer was on the stands at the time. I think this is the Ron Lim era. I think they were like, listen, we're going to show them what a badass Silver Surfer cover would look like. And they delivered. It's incredible. I can't say enough about it. I don't even know if I paid attention to the rest of the story after this. I think I was just like, <laughs> okay, I'm done. Incredible. You were like, uh, you're like Will Ferrell at old school when he delivered that super smart answer. He's like, I, I, I'm I blacked out. <laughs> I blacked out. I did. Like when I saw this page, I was like, you got to be kidding me at how well this is drawn, inked, and colored, and lettered. Even the lettering's great. Man, the thing that it reminded me of, and a little bit of inside baseball to the listening audience, of which we have a mighty 13 right now. That's super impressive. So happy about that. Is Jared last week? Uh, oh, yeah. Also, a little inside, uh, more inside baseball is I was the one not feeling well. I put I made a joke about it on Twitter that uh, Jared he messaged me saying he was sick and he wasn't. I was the one not feeling well, just a little bit run down cold or something. Who knows? Um, and Jared, who had already read the book, because between the two of us, I would bet out of 17 issues of New Warriors that Jared has read all 17 of them before the podcast, before me. <laughs> I, I tend to overprepare. That is my thing. He, he is he is a prepared gentleman. He, he is a prepared Leonardo. And he sent this picture just like, you seen this picture, dog? This picture's <laughs> picture dope. And I was like, it is. And what it what made me smile about it is remembering that, I mean, at this point, when it comes to doing the script for this and having to update the creative team, it's like I look and it's like, Oh, I don't have to do anything because it's been Nisiesa, Bagley, Malstead, Yankus, uh, who's Rosen. the letterer? Rosen. Rosen. <laughs> like they the the same creative team has been there for a minute now. And with Mark Bagley in particular, when Mark Bagley gets his just pencils and everything down on the book, boy, it's a thing. Of beauty like when it happened with amazing spider-man it, it took him a little bit because it took him a little bit to really get his his pencils like the way that like you're used to seeing mark bagley's pencils in amazing spider-man but once he got them oh man that it was just some class artwork and 
here it is that you're saying the Silver Surfer. I know this isn't a New Warriors character, but like just the combined teamwork that it took to produce a page like that. You're right. It is phenomenal. You you look at Silver Surfer and he looks sleek and otherworldly fast and powerful, powerful enough that the whole time, the whole time that we have seen Terax, he has just been like, I'm going to rule this planet. I'm kicking your butt. I'm kicking your butt. You know, so, hey, civilian, civilian over there, not even listening. I'm kicking your butt. And then Silver Surfer comes. He's like, uh-oh. So but that shows how powerful Silver Surfer is. He's the main eventer. So much so that even the bad guy quaked as soon as he saw him. So fantastic. Let's let's see if anybody had anything to say about that. Jason Lady, I saw him make a comment about it. Uh, that Bagley's depiction of Surfer is right up there with Lim mm-hmm. and Rogers, mm-hmm. uh, which, I mean, one heck of a comment. Uh, just so many other different. Jason Keene. Uh, says, you know, just the fear in Derek's eyes, just mm-hmm. in one little small circle panel, just shows like, uh-oh, just, man. Um, Jason Lady adds that the circles are a lens flare thing, mm-hmm. uh, which mm-hmm. is maybe something photographers will appreciate. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just some good back and forth about that. So, yeah, I think other people will agree with you, Jared, that that was a fantastic splash page. Uh, mm-hmm. In the middle of a, well, I mean, there, there was other good artwork and stuff in the book too, but it was a peak on top of the mountain. How about that? Absolutely. And I want to give an extra shout out to Larry Malstead because as good as the, the design of the pose and all this, this is a masterclass in inking. We don't talk about inking a lot in comics and yeah, I ink comics. So it's a little more <laughs> important to me than most, but sure. I, I want you to look at his silver surfers, his left arm to our right. The one that's thrown back with the fingers spread, start at the armpit, look at, look at the heavy black ink there and then move down the bicep and then watch the ink line get thinner and thinner and thinner until it gets into the elbow. And then as it pops out on that forearm, it's thick again, and then it almost disappears as it gets to the wrist. Like he is playing with line weight all the way down that arm, which makes, I know this sounds weird, but it makes it look shinier. It sells the silverness. It's a masterclass in ink work. And uh, I I may be the only one who's interested in stuff like that since I do it. I I just, when I look at it, I think I never would have thought to do it that way. And that's why they're the best. And I'm just the art sale. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, don't sell yourself short. And you have, of course, I appreciate your perspective that you can bring to this and you can gush about ink saw that you want to, because you are a co-host of this show. So. <laughs> All right. Deal with it, everyone. That's right. Uh, well, I don't even I mean, move on. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. We can move on from that page. It's like, oh yeah, that page, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but let's, let's try. Should have saved it for last. I got two more. Here we go. <laughs> All right. I put this one up here for obvious reasons this is the story that sort of started last issue the background story the pot boiler on the back of the stove if you will where this guy recruited midnight's fire what's this guy's name again something like somebody's hand the right hand or left hand the left hand the left hand that's right and then they recruited this guy who's like not a four eyes but an eight eyes or whatever you know what I think that he only has, you know, he has two eyes like you do and I do. It's those flip glasses. Oh, okay, okay. Like the the Dwayne Waynes back in the day. I got you. It's a different world on here. (laughs) That's right. 
I know you want to do the theme song. I, I can see it in your eyes that you want to do the theme song. No, Delvin loves TV theme songs, by the way, everyone. He's never forgotten one in his life. <laughs> I know now that I'm ready. Because I finally heard this. <laughs> he going because I can. I know he will. He will. It's his mutant powers theme songs, all TV theme songs. Anyways, yeah, I just included this because clearly the left hand is up to something. He's uh, recruited Midnight's Fire. He's recruited this big guy here with the glasses. He's clearly putting a team of bad people together. And as you hinted at, sounds like that's going to pay off in the very near future. So I just kind of included it to say, hey, yeah, the issue was kind of one big brawl, but this was the subplot thing that was going on. Yep. Uh, and it's going to be an important one. I, I could say that much. And so, so far on the team, you've got left hand, you've got blood strike, you've got Midnight's Fire, who is the brother of St. Elmo's. Oh, so, <laughs> also think that really quick. <laughs> <laughs> so... So far, there are three people that he has recruited. It looks like they might have to do something with Dwayne Night Thrasher. Something's going on there. What? Uh, Who's to say? Uh, Well, me in about the next six to eight months, but not (laughs) right now. Not right this second. I, I don't have much else to say about it other than that for now. All right, then I will switch over to my final page. The final page is the final page. The uh, uh, Latina lady has had the baby, (laughs) and she has asked uh, Marvel Boy what his name is, so she can name it after him. I didn't include that page as one right before. That was kind of a comedic moment, because she was like, I want to name the baby after you. He's like, you want to name the baby Marvel Boy? They're like, no, your first name jackass yeah, he's like, oh, oh yeah <laughs> vance right vance and uh, it was a real sweet moment but i picked this one because it, it was the wrap-up of that and they actually a few of the heroes i want to say uh i, I want to say i got the book right here but i'm still gonna guess <laughs> it was night thrasher speedball mm-hmm. and vance and nova. firestar um and nova all had a, like a little wrap-up page of what's going on in their mm-hmm. personal lives uh, like nova's Parents were just showing some really good acceptance of him. I think they basically asked him to move out, though, <laughs> to keep things safe and on the up and up. Yeah, you're like, good, rich, good stuff. Love what you're doing. You are a hero, but you got to go. <laughs> hey, Rich, how you getting home? <laughs> <laughs> so he's got that going on. Night Thrasher, again, Cord and Ty were being a little aggressive with Silhouette. About some really stuff. tie more than cool. Yeah, tie tie more so. Yeah, um, Speedball's uh, parents were relatively getting along for a rare moment, and he was kind of um, feeling himself and talking about the balance between being a superhero and a student and all that. And then you got mm-hmm. um, Vance and Firestar here at um, what's her name, Angelica? Yeah, Angelica. Vance Angelica, Angelica Jones here at the uh, at the hospital with name Marita. Uh, with the closeout of the earlier page of of the Hispanic lady with the baby, and it was real touching and sweet and nice and a good little wrap-up. But there at the bottom, it says, next issue, Night Thrasher learns things about the Taylor Foundation that he may not like, which I feel like we got a little hint at with that tie situation. Things just felt off there. Can the mm-hmm. New Warriors deal with the deadly ramifications 
find out in 30. So I guess I will find that out. And uh, apparently I got extra pages to read because everybody was like, read the annual, read the annual. And they all use that voice too. They're like, read the annual. I don't know why they had to use that voice, but man, there's a lot going on in the chat. I just looked up. I haven't been in the chat in a minute. It says 88 chat notifications in my top, <laughs> top right corner. <laughs> Bro, they are, they are chatting. They are, they are I love chatting, it. Which... I love our chat community. But anyway. I 1 million percent love it. It's awesome. Your thoughts on the wrap up here? I think it says something, right? That they could have put that next issue blurb, I don't know, smaller. It's the next issue blurb, right? Mm-hmm. That's right, that's right. So the fact that they made it mega font size might mean that maybe, just maybe, what's coming up is important stuff to the New Warriors. And I mean, I've hinted at it enough, and I'm going to keep hinting because it's worth hinting at. Like, they stress that. They're like, maybe Night Thrash is about to find some stuff about the Taylor Foundation because book's been around for almost a year and a half now. Like, counting the annual, that's 18 issues of the New Warriors. What do we know about the Taylor Foundation? Nothing, really. Like, they they, they be doing some business deals, and and it's not like trading places. You, you got to protect your neck. <laughs> diversify your bonds but we really don't know anything about excuse me we don't know anything about the taylor foundation so maybe we're about to find out a little bit about the taylor foundation and maybe maybe the team that the left hand is assembling has something to do with the taylor foundation maybe not and then you know ty when it came to talking to um Silhouette, like Ty gave her the death stare, like you better shut your mouth. Mm-hmm. Like, so Ty doesn't seem to like Silhouette being around for whatever reason. So, I mean, there's that going on. Mm-hmm. Interesting stuff afoot. And it's even worth mentioning that, like, so far, like the only people that we they haven't touched on, let's see, there was, you know, you had Nova. Got you know a little bit of a vignette with his family and speedball with his family and Dwayne with his family, so to speak. Right? We know his parents have died, but so his family kind of by default is Silhouette and Cord and Ty. So there's that, and we have at least recently kind of talked about Angelica's family too, and we had the vignette with Namor haven't really seen much from Vance's family mm-hmm. yet. Mm-hmm. So that might be something worth mentioning as well. Hmm. We'll see. We will see. The chat's been excellent. We have covered this book, man. I don't think there's much of anything else to cover in this book, but we can go to Jared's segment. That's right. We're going to talk about the ultimate warrior and the ultimate warrior. Our ultimate warrior is someone who went above and beyond the call of duty in this issue. And the ultimate warrior is someone that we have some concerns about. Delvin, who is your ultimate warrior for New Warriors number 17? Let's go with the guy who saved the day. Let's go with Mr. Norrenrad, Mr. Mm-hmm. Silver Surfer himself, because he looked all cool. And if I could ever be on a surfboard looking that, <laughs> looking that cool, I would be on a surfboard all the time. So I, I will go with Silver Surfer. What about you? I, I can't even strike that pose because of my bad hip. <laughs> I'm like, ah, that fall off. My neck, my back. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. I was going to get Silver Surfer too. I mean, he was the one that just like showed up like a boss and 
save the day and all that jazz. I mean, it's easy to give it to the new warriors in general, doing the groundwork, saving the people. But I mean, the big flashy star has got to be right. He came in there like a boss, like kicked the door down and took care of business. So, yeah, Ultimate Warrior, I'm going to agree with you, is the Silver Surfer. And what about your Ultimate Warrior? Who are you concerned about? I'm concerned about Night Thrasher just a little bit. He was a little down in the dumps about his team. He kind of wished that his team were the one saving the day, even though I think he's being a little bit hard on himself, right? It's a Herald of Galactus. And that's not why he put the team together. He put the team together to make a difference here on planet Earth and here in the environment that's around him. So I think he's being a little bit hard on himself, but I'm worried a little bit about Thrash only because he might be concerned with the direction of the team. And I'm worried because there seems to be forces gathering about around him and he's not fully aware of what's going on yet. What about you? Again, lockstep. I'm worried about him mainly because of Ty's reaction seemed over the top. Something's not right there. Something's off kilter at home for him. And like you said, you know, kind of taking it a little hard, like, you know, hey, we're, we're supposed to be the new warriors. We should be able to handle this. And it's like, you know, you kind of needed Captain America to be there at that battle to kind of put his arm around him at the end and say, you know, somebody's got to be out there saving the people, you know, all this destruction, all this. Someone's got to get people to the hospital and you know, everybody does their part. And you're just as important as everybody with the exception of Silver Surfer, because he's the most badass guy around, but you're just as important as everybody else. And, and no job is too small. So yeah, same reasons worried about what's going on with Night Thrasher. We had one comment from Mr. Lady who says his ultimate warrior was Nita, who took the pregnant lady to the hospital. And that's kind of speaking to what we were just talking about. It is, it's important to note, especially uh, us being two former Air Force officers, right? Uh, I was in satellites and you were in communications. And both of those roles are seen as support. And sometimes support, even when it comes to military, can be seen as, you know, a bad word, right? Your support. It's mm -hmm. like, yeah, I, I am support. Like, I'm the one holding your beep up, mother beep. <laughs> So like, yeah, absolutely. Or, you know, because the fight's always at the quote unquote pointy end of the spear, right? Like, well, to have a pointy end of the spear have any effect, you, you got to have a shaft. <laughs> and so <laughs> and, every, and somebody guiding the spear to the proper destination, all of that's important. And so it's equally as important. I, I would I would not root for a team who just comes in there and just completely wreck stuff and leaves without any ramifications of what has or what is going on in the battlefield around them. So I loved that they actually stopped and took care of civilians who were involved in where their world was absolutely ordinary. Then all of a sudden this dude just comes with a human earthquake and just starts disrupting everything. So yeah. Mm. Yep. Absolutely. Rating time. Mm. One to ten, Jared. What would you rate New Warriors Seventeen? Well, what it has working against it is the New Warriors again were support. <laughs> they didn't necessarily save the day, but did they? Because, like you said, it took two phone calls. Had Nova not made the original phone call, the second phone call may have never been made, mm -hmm. and the day might not have been saved. So that was the only thing that works against it is they were support, but it's good to see them in a supportive role. And let's be honest, 
maybe I should put it back up on the screen one more time. <laughs> this, this moment alone, I mean, this moment alone kicks the book into high gear. Long story short, man, they got a good uh, pot boiler going with the backstory. This art is great. The Silver Surfer. I'm going to go with the same score I gave the cover. This is a solid nine book for me. Solid nine. So if you look at the comments, Tony Pennington was practically threatening to remove his Crusaders Club. <laughs> I don't have the comments pulled up. I can't because I'm working the banners and stuff. He was like, nine, nine, say it. Uh, okay, nine. good. All right. I'm oh, yeah, glad so, I came through. So even I, so Tony, you should be happy because Jared wasn't even looking at the comments. I'm watching them stream by and I'm just like, oh, that's that's funny. So <laughs> He gave it a nine. Jason Ladies chiming in with a nine. Auburn Elvis gave it a nine as well. I'm actually going to give this book a 10. And here's why. It is, yeah, I. it's funny. So think about Goldfinger, right? And you know, the, the critique of Goldfinger, the Bond movie, is that technically speaking, James Bond did nothing <laughs> to no. save the day. Did absolutely nothing the entire time. But that I have considered that my favorite Bond movie for any number of reasons. Pussy Galore is awesome. You had Art Goldfinger, who was incredible. You had Oddjob, who was an incredible henchman. And the storyline was good as well. And, and there was plenty of fun action throughout. The only thing that was like, there was a hole was that they put Bond in like a freaking three, <laughs> three walled room. And he just walked out. Of <laughs> so anyway, the reason why I bring that up is yes, the new warriors didn't necessarily play the big hero part of it, but I love how they wrapped it up at the end to say, you know what? The important thing of the day is that we saved human lives. And that is what we're in the hero business for. We mm -hmm. don't always have to be the ones to be the quote unquote big hero. We can be a big hero to someone small, such as this lady who was more than happy that she now has a healthy baby boy on the way. So that was a cool moment. That plus that awesome Silver Surfer cover and the fact that the team and I cover splash page and that the team seems to be gelling and that the creative team of this book also seem to be gelling. Uh, it is fantastic. So mm -hmm. yeah, fantastic book. I will give it a 10. And what makes me excited knowing what's coming up is that it is a good precursor for things to come. Yeah. Um, I, I will do a quick defense, um, especially because Auburn Elvis has been super active in the comments. And so he says in his comic book nerd voice, which I will do mine. Um, if I remember from my long box Elseworlds history correctly, Delvin, you only gave Goldfinger a six, six out of seven, by the way. And it was only the third movie. And I, all my defense of that is if we ever retroactively went back, I'd give it a seven because it was my favorite. But at the same time, like that was the third movie. So I thought that there would be things that were better to come. I think the first Bond movie I gave a seven to was License to Kill. Yes, um, because good. that, I mean, because it was an absolute kitchen sink of a movie, but that has nothing to do with the New Warriors. So I just. <laughs> I should probably wrap this up. Jared, do you have anything or you want to read any certain comment or have anything to add? 
I just have a while to have Tiffany Dalton nearby. No, no, I have I have nothing to add. It's a, a fun one. A lot of people in the chat. A lot of people watching. If you're watching and not in the chat, come on into the chat. We have nice people in there. You're always welcome here. That's all I'm going to add, man. Just a, a lot of activity on this episode, and it makes me happy that we're entertaining folks and they're having a good time together in the chat. Yeah, man. Um, that's what we do this for. I mean, it yep. is, you know, on a personal level, you know, I get to hang out with a friend that I've known for 25 plus years at this point, right? And he, another more, more inside baseball where he was kind of ribbing me about something last night and, and I threatened to physically strike him. He's like, if, if you hadn't done it after 25 years, it's not like you're going to Called him out. I'm like, you, don't, you haven't done it I'm by like, now. <sighs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a good point. <laughs> I haven't committed violence against you yet. It, it's unlikely to happen now. But absolutely grateful to have y'all in the chats listening to us, but hopefully talking to each other, maybe even making some acquaintances and friends amongst each other, too. That is just really, really awesome to me. And I know it is to Jared, too. So. Mm-hmm. Let me wrap this up. That is the show, ladies and gentlemen. Please come back and join us for the next episode. Well, we will discuss New Orleans 18, but first we're going to touch on Annual 1. I promise. I promise. If I don't, I will stop doing the show and read the annual on the show and talk about it on the show. <laughs> Just 30 minutes of... <laughs> oh, this is good art. <laughs> we will discuss Annual 1, and then we will discuss New Warriors 18, where we see the beginning of quite possibly the best New Warriors storyline ever. Will I lie to you? Of course not. Unless they were funny. If you like to hear more from us, Longbox Crusades in a lot of places, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Patreon. If you look up Longbox Crusade, you will find us and you hopefully are watching us now on YouTube. Please subscribe. Please tell a friend to subscribe. Uh, and we're trying to grow that grow those numbers out, not only because you know, we're trying to be millionaires simply based off of long boxers. <laughs> I can't even say that with a straight face. Right now, I'm looking at our Patreon. We are dozen heirs. We have dozens and are, dozens of dollars. We we are dozen heirs. Man, I could go into a 7-Eleven and make it rain. <laughs> <laughs> Slushies for everybody, y'all. Uh, but please like, please like this podcast, but please subscribe as well. Tell a friend to subscribe. Because we'd love to just get more people to hear some good old comic book movie related goodness and get to hear us do it. Email us too, longboxcrusade.com. I know it's scrolling across. We have a phone number too that you can call and leave us a voice message. Maybe talk about the show and we will include those comments if we can on an upcoming episode on the podcast form of it. And special shout out to the Crusader Club members. $1 a month, y'all. That's all we're asking for to join us on our crusade. And you get access to some special behind-the-scenes stuff. Did I miss anything, Jared? No, no. Uh, Auburn Ellis totally teed you up for that. He's like, how can people who aren't Jason support the show? And it's scrolling at the bottom of your screen. Patreon.com slash longboxcrusade. Like you said, as little as a buck a month gets you in there. And there's exclusive stuff and fun stuff and early stuff and raffle stuff and bonus stuff and stuff stuff. And that's it. Dude, we got a Green Lantern HG signing. Whoop, 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 whoop. Oh, Green oh, Lantern please. HG, we, we hope you're well, man. Hadn't seen you in a minute. We we legitimately hope that you're doing well. We think about you often, my friend. 
Yes, indeed. Jared, please tell them where you can be found on the internet. And I don't know, maybe if you have any wares or anything to sell. Hmm. Well, Delvin, I'm glad you asked. I am at Yard Sale Artist, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. It is all at Yard Sale Artist. And if you were interested in looking at my wares, look no further than www.theyardsaleartist.com. Delvin. You can find me on Twitter at D-E-E underscore R-A-Y-1-9-7-7. See y'all next time. And remember, please be a hero to someone, even if it's just to yourself. Until next month, new warriors come out to play. Night, everybody. Thank y'all so much. This is an awesome podcast tonight. Awesome, guys. Thank you guys for being here. New Warriors come out to play. music is provided by musical genius joe november check out his soundcloud at j-o-s-e-f-l-i-n-9-9 you won't regret it